I am Linda. And I'm Sarah. I'm a boomer mom. I'm a millennial daughter. And we're here to talk about relationships. All kinds of relationships. So without further ado, let's, let's get, get relational. relational. Hi, welcome to another episode of Let's Get Relational. Today, we're going to be talking about building trust with yourself and others. This is a topic really near and dear to our hearts because we've both had to do a lot to build trust both with ourselves and in our relationships, our relationship with each other and our relationship with the people in our lives. And the first thing that as we think about it is being really conscious, really thinking about that inner voice, that intuitive voice. And the thing that I think Sarah has been so good at is really learning to trust her intuition. Since you're about 15, you started to become aware of your intuition and start to trust it. Yeah, um, you know, it's that little voice in your head that's like, pack an umbrella before you go out today. And and sometimes, and most of the time, people are going to be like, eh, I don't need an umbrella. And then, hilariously, you end up needing it, like, the next day or later that day. You know, it, it's just a, a little voice in your head that's just kind of like, oh, do this. And it's not like, um, you know, it's like, it, uh, you know, you forgot your deodorant or something, or, you know, make sure to double check that you have everything in your backpack. It's just like little things that I find that it, that it's suggesting that I do. Um, and, uh, I, I do my best to listen to it. And most, and sometimes when I don't like the thing that I should have done, like it told me to do, I'm like, you know, crap, I should have, I should have listened. Um, I knew I should have done that. <laughs> I knew I should have done that. Even though, cause sometimes we, will want to like blow it off and be like, no, nah, I don't need to do that. But generally, if you if you listen to that voice, like there was a class I was taking in college and we were, and it was actually, um, it was uh, it was a class literally about um, like tarot reading and other divination. Um, and someone was talking, when we were talking, had an actual conversation about listening to your intu- intuition. Uh, this is something that we did in that class. And someone talked about how uh, she was gonna go on a trip and um, she uh, was going to pack essential oils, and or she thought about packing it, and a, a little voice in, her said, a voice in her head said, you should pack your essential oils, but she didn't, and she ended up sitting next to someone on the, on the plane that had terrible body odor, and like, she knew right then I should have packed my essential oils. I should have listened to that voice in my head, because that was my intuition telling me I was going to need this, but I didn't do it. So, so what does trusting your intuition and listening to your inner voice have to do with building trust? Because the thing is, this little sneaky little secret, not really sneaky, but um, is that you can't trust other people until you trust yourself. And you like 100%, you got to trust yourself first before you can, you're going to be able to actually trust other people. Um, with who you are and your your feelings and your vulnerability. Yeah, and one of the ways to do that is to start allowing yourself to have your feelings. And you don't have to have all your feelings figured out. You don't have to act on your feelings. But you need to just have your feelings. And this is the key thing that I think Sarah has really done a lot of good teaching on, which is it's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Um, this is the mantra that I use all of the time, it's pretty much the mantra of my life at this point, um, it's a gentle reminder, a nurturing reminder that no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay. I, I believe 
that I'm going to be okay, so I know that I will. And uh, we've talked about this before, but your your thinking reflects, reflects your reality. So if you're thinking and believing that you're going to be okay, you will, because that'll become your reality. If you think you're not going to be, to be okay, that this is all going to end terribly and this is all going to go wrong, then it is. That's what you're inviting into your life. So what you're inviting in is going to come in. Um, so if you're thinking, you know, this will work out. I am going to be okay. This will all be fine. No matter what happens, no matter how it goes down, it's going to be okay. Then it will. It'll, it'll work out for you and however it needs to work out for you. Yeah, the thing I think was one of the biggest lessons for me is I can have all my feelings and I don't have to act on any of them. I can act on a feeling if I want to and I don't have to act on a feeling. So that way I'm not crushing down the feelings in me. I might be really angry but decide I can't be angry because if I'm angry I'm going to hit somebody. Not something I do, but I could be feeling that way. So that makes me not have my feelings because I'm afraid that I might act on them. But if I already know I'm not going to act on them, I know I'm not going to hit somebody. I know I'm not going to throw a rock at somebody. I'm not going to break something. Or scream and yell. Or or, or, like or scream and yell. Well, yeah. Um, so, you know, being able to, to have the feeling and have it in a safe place in a safe way allows you to start trusting yourself more. And... Your you your subconscious wants to feel like it's it's you are trustworthy. Your sub you train your subconscious. If you tell yourself all the time, "I'm not going to eat this," "I'm not going to eat this," "I'm not going to drink this," and then you do it, your subconscious doesn't believe anything you say anymore. And so you have to take small steps because you can't trust others until you trust yourself. And this is a really important thing. You need to take small steps to trusting yourself. I had a mentor once who said, "Tell yourself you're going to blink." And then do it. Blink. And then do it. And so that's training yourself to say that you're going to do something that, um, that you said you wanted to do. And then take another small step. I'm going to go walk for five minutes. You might want to be walking for an hour, but you're not doing that. So train yourself to do something. Any little thing. It's the small steps to do something that makes a difference. They're, they're the most important. Big steps are great and all. But they're not sustainable. They don't happen all the time. Um, and so taking small steps, the baby steps to where you want to be is um, like the most important thing you can do because you can celebrate all of those little steps and you're going to feel better when you manage to do those little things. Because yes, you can celebrate the big things, but they are few and far between. And so you might feel like, oh, I'm not making a whole lot of progress because I'm not making huge steps in my life. And it's like, no, 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 no. You can take the small things and celebrate those because those are just as important, possibly more so than the big ones. Yeah, and the, the key about being um, trusting yourself and, and doing these small steps, and we've covered this in some other podcasts and some other uh, blog posts you might want to check out on our website, it's about really being conscious about what you really want to be doing and get conscious about all the things you're saying yes to and conscious about the things you're saying no to because that's a way to build trust with yourself. If you are always doing things just because that's the way you've always done it, every time somebody wants something for the bake sale, you say yes, well, check in with yourself. Is this a good week? Is this an okay time for you to do this? Is there someone else who doesn't step up because you step up all the time? You know, what can you do to really uh, have 
yourself trust that you are being conscious about what feels good to you and what feels like the right thing. And sometimes the right thing doesn't feel good, but you know it's the right thing and you do want to do it. Sometimes you have to take care of a child or a parent or a friend, even though you're exhausted. And you just have to figure out the way to do it so that you get um, filled up again yourself because you cannot give from an empty vessel. And that's the thing, particularly for women, we give and give and give until we get to the point where there's nothing left and there's this void. And one of the things I really love about doing this work with her, who's about to turn 25, is that, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't learn this stuff. I came from a long line of, of women that, that were selfless and gave and gave and gave. And there's some, some benefit to that, to our culture, but there's certain, certainly a, a uh, payment for it on the part of the person who does the giving and a depletion that happens in terms of them being filled up. And so that, that's the part I think for you know, uh, trusting yourself is to make sure that you are learning to learn the signs of what feels good and what doesn't feel good. What do I really want to say yes to? What do I really want to say no to? Yeah, and also who makes you feel good, who makes you feel comfortable, because um, we, again, going back to the intuition voice, sometimes you'll get a vibe from someone, like you'll get a little voice saying in your head, like, I, I would not spend very much time with this person, or I wouldn't really trust this person, or this person doesn't seem right, or a good person to hang around. Trust that, because more often than not, your intuition is going to be right. Um, and so because we spend so much time trying not, like, not trying to, but unconsciously not trusting our intuition, that we end up being around people that, um, don't actually fill us up or make us feel good or make us feel comfortable. So that isn't going to help you trust yourself or other people because of the people that you're surrounded with. So pay attention to who you're hanging out with. Pay attention to who you're spending your time with and pay attention to how they make you feel and what the little voice in your head is telling you. Yeah, and I think here there are two things I want to say. One is nobody can make you feel anything. Mm -hmm. So I just want to like look at that from a language perspective um, and turn it around to how do I feel when I'm with them? Because I choose my feelings. And so I choose to feel expansive and when I'm with that person, if I feel more contracted, they didn't make me feel that way, but there's something in the energy of it that uh, triggers something for me, and it's just not a good fit. It doesn't feel healthy. And the other thing is there's nothing anyone can do to me. So we were talking about how do you build trust with other people, and the important thing is to really look at that being conscious, the intuition, all of that, and that feeling that you're going to be okay. I, I just love this thing that that's that's her mantra uh, and I it's one that uh, I think I'm, I'm adopting myself even I think I've had it subconsciously but I think that to have it just be more overt and to say that to myself all the time uh, you know I have a couple things challenging me in my life right now and I, I'm, I'm repeating to myself it's gonna be okay you know like no matter what happens it's gonna be okay and uh, there's I, I have had a few times in my life recently in the last few years where I've shared very openly and, and um, my, my decision is to share uh, everything that I feel comfortable with and not worry about what the other person is going to do with it. I don't worry that they're going to say something mean to me. I don't worry that they're going to share it with somebody else. Uh, and I, honestly, these days I feel like you almost have to assume someone will share it with other people. Um, and I just want to live my life transparently. I, I, I just do. Because I know there's nothing anybody can do to me. 
And so I, I'm not mean about other people. I'm not um, hurtful about other people. I don't try to intentionally inflict harm. And so I, I don't live my life in a way that I'm, I'm holding back. And, and, and a lot of people have said, you know, how, how can you trust me to share that with me? And my feeling is I'm going to trust you until you give me a reason not to. Mm-hmm. And other people are not like that. Other people, that you have to earn their trust. And, and I get that. That's, that's one way to live. But for me, there's pretty much, even when people, I feel like, betray, quote unquote, my trust mm-hmm. and, you know, talk about me to other people, I still might choose the same thing. I still might choose to be as open as I was with them before. I might choose to just let it go because I like that way of living better. It's just easier. Now, I will process when something comes up, and, and I, I've been triggered by some things, and I, I, Sarah and some other friends are people I share that with, and I'll say, wow, this, this happened, and I'm feeling like this. And sometimes just by talking it out, I'm not looking for advice necessarily. I just want to talk it out, and I don't want to blame the other person. I want to come to an understanding, and it helps me trust myself more to trust whatever my feelings are about it. Because, you know, that's one of the things we've talked about is, wow, what's that person going through that they did that? What's that person going through that they have to feel like everybody has to get along? You know, if I don't want to hang out with somebody anymore and somebody else really wants to hang out with them with me, well, that's not going to work. You know, because I've decided that that person doesn't make me feel good. I don't really want to hang out with them and I will do it in a big group, but I don't want to do it in a small group. Well, it's their problem if they really, really want us to hang out the way we did before. Because the way we did before doesn't work for me anymore. And I don't have to turn myself into a pretzel to make them happy. My happiness, trusting myself, is to say, no, that doesn't feel good. And that's a complete sentence. Yeah, you don't have to justify it or, or explain that. And, you know, I, I think the other thing we also have to remember um, is that, you know, anything that, like a reaction that anyone else has, that's not about you. That's not a reflection of you as a person. Um, that's on them. Uh, they're going through something, whatever it is, and that's just like their own problem. And they may not know how to deal with their own problems, but it's even, and so it's just important for you to remember that that's their, their stuff. You, you get to deal with your own stuff. They get to, they need to deal with their stuff. Um, yeah, so often we don't know where we end and they begin yeah. and, and we just take that on in some big emotional blob and, and that's the part where if we can live our lives more consciously, it, it makes a big difference. And, you know, nobody's perfect. Like people in your life are not perfect. No. And <laughs> I, I, and I'm not talking about perfection in the way, you know, everyone's perfect in, in God's eyes kind of thing. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about we all have our idiosyncrasies. You know, Sarah's in her 20s. I'm in my 60s. Our friends all have their idiosyncrasies. We have our idiosyncrasies. I'm not looking for a perfect world where everybody behaves exactly how I think they should behave all the time and we have fun all the time, we laugh all the time. That's fun when those moments come, but there are inevitably times of conflict. And to get through those times of conflict, you need to build that trust with yourself and with the other people in your life to know that you're going to be okay. So the friendships I want in my life are the ones where I know we're going to be okay. And if we're not okay, then I don't need to like try to fix them or me. It's just that relationship doesn't work, and that's okay. Yeah, I'm okay, even if that relationship doesn't work. Yeah, and this, and this is this is important for uh, romantic relationships too. I think a lot of uh, people 
um, when a romantic relationship ends, like you put all the blame on something on yourself. Like it ended because of all of these other things that you did. And um, that's, you know, that's not healthy. Uh, one, um, and, and two, it, it's, what am I trying to say here? Uh, you know, you're putting yourself in a position where you're, you're saying it's not going to be okay. Like you feel like you're broken when someone leaves. And I think yeah. that that can be very problematic for how you're going to be able to move forward and what you're going to be able to do in your life. And I'm not saying that like you should never do this and it's like not okay to feel this way. I, it happens. Like sometimes it, it, it happens, but it's also like, it, but if you're reminding yourself that I get to feel what I get to feel now, that I should feel what I feel now, um, but eventually I will be okay again, I think is the important thing. It's just you don't have to be okay in a day. You don't have to be okay in a week. You don't have to be okay in three months or a year. But just know that you're going to be okay. And the more you think about that, the more you believe in that, and more you have those feelings when you have those feelings – then you will be okay. And eventually you're just going to be like, oh, you know, I feel better today. Yeah. Building trust in yourself and others is is very much about owning your place in something. So I can also see just the opposite where you blame the other person. It's mm-hmm. all their fault that this relationship ended. Mm-hmm. And I think when we feel like it's all our fault, then what got triggered is our not good enough stuff. Yeah. And so, you know, what you're doing is is in any of these situations that happens, whether it's a friendship that's not working or a relationship with your child, look at how can you rebuild trust with yourself? How can you build trust with that other person? And if it's, if it's a relationship that's important to you, go find a way. And I, I want to give you hope for that. And I, I really do. I know there are people who are estranged from their adult children I know there are people who are estranged from friends. I know there are people who are estranged from their partners who they actually still live with, you know, and it's, it's, it's a small matter of, of deciding what is your goal? What do you really want? Mm-hmm. And if you want to rebuild trust with yourself, do it, take the action to do that. If you want to rebuild trust in that other relationship, declare that and set in motion a, um, a series of actions and a series of feelings, like open yourself up to all the feelings you're having and allow yourself to move through it. And don't put a timeline on it. I totally yeah. agree with that. And you want to be working towards something. You want to, you want to, you want to feel better. Mm-hmm. You want to feel okay again. All right, what do I have to let go of? What do I have to, uh, you know, let go down my resistance about? You know, we were talking about resistance the other day. And resistance is a big part of not building trust with yourself or with other people. And, you know, we push away what we really want sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we want to feel healthier and and happier, but we'd rather drink beer and eat pizza and and sit on the couch and and watch TV, you know, and it's like, or play video games for hours on end. But we feel better when we get out and go for a hike. We feel better when we get out in the sunshine, you know, so, so really looking at those places where you can build trust with yourself by choosing the thing that's going to help you feel better long term. Yeah. So that's all I got for today. Cool. Awesome. So building trust with, with yourself and others, the biggest thing is to be conscious. The mm-hmm. biggest thing is to tell yourself the truth about how you're feeling. And then take baby steps. We can't emphasize this em- enough. Uh, yeah, you're, yeah, we're just going to keep repeating that 
over and over and over again. Yeah. Just prepare yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to make some huge transition. No. Take a baby step. Yeah. You want to feel better in the relationship with this person? Take a baby step. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. All right. Until next time, we love you. Mwah.